Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the It Gets Better podcast. Today, I am here with Kat, who is a manifestation and money mindset expert. She hit her rock bottom of being $70,000 in debt, was working paycheck to paycheck in a job she hated, feeling hopeless. She used intentional manifestation to create a life to complete freedom. Kat has now coached over 250 women and is beyond passionate about helping others overcome their past to manifest the life they dream of. Whoa, so powerful. Thank you so much for being here, Kat. Um, I have been so excited to have you on. Absolutely. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. Oh my gosh, of course. I would love to hear all about your life journey. Take us back to, you said you, you hit rock bottom. Tell us a little about of like what led you up to the rock bottom um, and up to just up to that point, up to where you got to the rock bottom point. Absolutely. So uh, taking it way back to childhood, I grew up in a house where my dad was an alcoholic and my mom wasn't a citizen of the US. So day in and day out, I really just had to experience a lot of like toxicity, alcohol abuse, uh, and whatnot in the house because my mom had to essentially tolerate all of my dad's behaviors and what came through it in order to stay in the US and raise me and my brother. And so growing up, I was living in survival mode. I didn't feel safe. I put on a lot of weight as a kid. I was considered obese, literally at like the fourth grade health fair. They called my mom without telling me what was going on to like bring her into the school to tell her that I was obese and that they needed to change things. And I just felt like absolutely humiliated from that. I was like severely bullied because of my weight and constantly felt as though something was wrong with me just for being who I was. And so as I grew up and got into my teenage years, I reached this position of hopelessness. It was the first time in my life that I like genuinely was like, wow, I don't want to be here anymore. And, um, had my first like suicidal ideation. And that was my first introductory to like mindfulness therapy, whatnot. And while it was incredibly helpful, it essentially just felt like it was putting a bandaid on a bullet wound. Mm -hmm. And from that point, moving forward, as I graduated high school, I immediately turned into like the party girl who was drinking, doing drugs, sleeping around and getting as much like worth and fulfillment out of that as I possibly could, which for a short period and period of time worked and made things feel a little bit better, but ultimately just led me into, uh, feeling even more unsafe inside of my body and trying to find more ways to numb out and escape my reality. And so I ended up going to university dropped out because I was drinking, partying, whatnot so much and hated being there and ended up getting into the food and beverage industry and was working my ass off, serving tables, bartending, hosting, and eventually managing restaurants. And I always knew that I wanted to do something more, but I didn't know how that was possible for me as a college dropout. I had such limiting beliefs around my intelligence and what I was capable of. And because of that, I just continued to find myself in these toxic patterns of like doing a bit better, but then because I was doing better, subconsciously freaking out, sabotaging myself, going back to patterns of the past, really using alcohol to just like numb things out. And in 2019, it was the beginning of 2019, 
I decided to move my life across state lines for the first time ever in hopes of like having a new life, starting over, having a fresh canvas to paint on. And little did I know at that time that I couldn't just leave my problems behind. I couldn't just leave all of these things that were plaguing me day in and day out. And so all of those things followed me, but in this new environment, I didn't have any of my old comfort blankets or vices that I used to turn to other than alcohol. So I found myself in the position where I was $70,000 in debt, working 60 plus hours a week in a job that I absolutely hated. I was a barista at the time and living paycheck to paycheck. And there was one night that I went out and partied so hard that I woke up the next morning on the floor of my apartment, not remembering how I got home or why I was there and probably shouldn't have woken up that morning because of the way that I was partying at that time. And it was in that moment that like a big like wave of light, like it felt like this wave of light washed over me. And I was like, holy fuck, something has to change. Otherwise, like I can't continue forward. And at that point, I didn't want to continue forward. It was like I had been praying for something to show up and help something change my life, but I didn't know what that was. And I felt like such a victim at that time. But I got up off the floor, uh, walked over to my bathroom mirror, looked myself dead in the eyes and said, Kat, you have the power to change your life. So why the fuck haven't you yet? And that's where I started my intentional manifestation journey. But that was, that was the lead up to rock bottom. Wow. That is powerful. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about back when going back, when you talked about how you were bullying, being bullied and you said you were in that constant cycle of picking yourself back up and then doing the self-sabotage. Um, do you feel like the bullying had a, a hand in that? Absolutely. 100%. I, it's, it's funny because now that I'm like three and a half years into like really healing and like looking back on the past and using intentional manifestation and all of that, I don't think I ever at the beginning of this journey, uh, allowed the bully to bullying to like play as big of a role as it actually did. But my self-worth was like, whittled down to nothing from the bullying that I experienced. I literally had somebody who tried to harm me like at knife point because of my weight growing up. And it, it really created this vision of the fact that like, because of the way that I look and like the weight that I carry on my body, I am worthy of something or not. And so that led to like eating disorders and like just constantly feeling as though like something was wrong with me at my core that like I was inherently flawed and yeah absolutely the the bullying was huge well I have a lot of questions for that but first I guess I want to finish the the journey so when Mm -hmm. you decided to start your intentional manifesting journey I'd love to hear about from where that started you know when you hit rock bottom you decided to change until where you're at now Absolutely. So, um, like I was saying, I was kind of praying for something and I didn't believe in God. I like, didn't really know. I felt like there was something bigger out there, but I didn't know what it was. And I felt so confused by it, but I was in such a rock bottom place. I was like, fuck, I'm going to start praying. Like I have to like, believe that there's something that can support me throughout this. And so, uh, on that day that I was talking about, it's crazy because like looking back, it sounds like it's almost like a movie scene, but it's not. It was literally my life. 
It was summer solstice of 2019. Um, I had a podcast about manifestation pop up on my Instagram for the first time ever. And so I decided to listen to that podcast and everything that the lady was saying just like resonated so deeply with me. And so I was just like, this feels like something that I need to put my focus and attention into. So from that point moving forward, I just put every single ounce of my energy into learning about intentional manifestation. And that's when a manifestation coach showed up in my life. And at that time, I had no clue what a manifestation coach was. I had no clue that manifestation coaching was an industry. And I decided to join her program. And through implementing what she was teaching into my life, my life changed so drastically, so quickly, first on the internal level of just like how I felt on a day-to-day basis and like the perspective and the outlook that I had on life and like finally starting to believe that it was possible for me to have a life greater than what I had at that time. Mm -hmm. And then through just sharing my experience and my journey on my Instagram, so many people were so curious about what I was doing and started to ask for my advice. So I started coaching people without paying them or without them paying me. And after like doing that and helping people then create changes in their lives, I was like, there's something to this. Like, I feel as though this is something I could do. And so I started my business in January of 2020. And since then it's, it's turned into a greater success than what I could ever imagine to be possible. And it's allowed me to manifest the kind of money where I went from $70,000 in debt to now being completely financially free. I manifested paying that debt off in less than 10 months. Um, I now live in New York city and it was just listed as the most expensive city in the world, LOL. But it's, it's like allowed me the ability to be here, to travel the world, do it in style. And like, genuinely, genuinely live a life greater than what I could have ever imagined to be possible for myself at one point. And that's why I'm so passionate about being able to share and spread this message surrounding manifestation, because I know that as a very normal girl from small town, Colorado, that if I can do this, literally anybody else can. I love that. Um, so do you feel like you did any healing work to get from where you started to where you are now? Yes. I would love to hear <laughs> about that. Yeah. So essentially like I'm, I'm such a firm believer in the fact that healing is actually the key to manifestation because when we are focusing on one, healing our limiting beliefs, healing our traumas, healing any of those inner blockages that have held us back from being like the fullest expression of ourselves or the the version of ourselves that we know we are at our core, then that really just puts you into the natural place of like, wow, I get to be that version of myself and I get to show up as that version of myself on a day-to-day basis. Whereas I feel as though the limiting beliefs that we are taught, the traumas we experience, whatnot, they disconnect us from our core. And when we're disconnected from our core, we're really just manifesting more of those like experiences into our lives because of the law of attraction, those like vibrational things into our lives. And um, yeah, so in my experience, like my healing journey, there's been so, so, so much to it. 
I'd say the biggest pieces of it have been like healing the belief that I'm not good enough Mm -hmm. and be completely honest, that still pops up from time to time, depending on what it is that I'm doing and like the situations that I'm in. But compared to where I was once at, like we were saying a minute ago with like the bullying and feeling inherently flawed, that is not something that I experience anymore. It's just like the occasional, like, can you, like, can you really do that? Like, are you good enough for that? Um, But that's been huge. And I think that that's, massive when it comes to manifestation because we can only manifest what we believe we're worthy of on a subconscious level and then in addition to that the the second biggest piece of my healing journey I would say is actually something that in 2022 I went through which was um getting sober and choosing to leave alcohol in my past leave drugs in my past leave all of that in my past Uh, Because while I had come so far in my relationship with alcohol, I didn't know who I was independent of my relationship with alcohol as an adult and getting down to like the core of who I am without any substances to like get in the way of that was the most like confronting experience, but also the like most healing experience because Mm. now when I choose to show up and do something or want to manifest something, I have full faith and confidence in myself as opposed to like in the past, I felt like if it was dating or networking or something like that, it was like, oh fuck, like I need a shot of something or I need a drink in order to feel as though I can show up confidently and talk about myself Mm -hmm. and sell myself or whatever it is. Whereas now I'm just like, what you see is what you get. Here I am. I love that. So if someone was listening and they're just now starting their healing journey from some sort of like lack of self-worth, if you could give them one or two pieces of advice of what they should do first, what would that be? Absolutely. So first thing I always suggest when starting your healing journey is getting like aware and clear of what your current story is, because Mm -hmm. in order for us to change our story, we have to recognize what's there. We can't change what we're not willing to recognize and what we don't recognize. So as uncomfortable as it is, actually addressing what are the stories, what are the beliefs, what are the behaviors, what are the emotions that have created your current reality? Because once you expose all of that, you have the ability to start to shift it. And once you've done that, then it's a matter of like understanding that everything in our life is a learned behavior. We didn't choose any of the things that we took on as beliefs or the behaviors or whatnot that we had growing up because everything is learned from somewhere in our life and typically Mm -hmm. from our primary caregivers, whether that be your parents or somebody else. So being able to like go back and pinpoint of like, wow, okay, not blaming this person, but I learned this from somewhere else. And because I had the power to learn it in the first place, I have the power to unlearn it and choose something else. And so for me with like the self-worth, I'm able to like really look back and see that a big part of my self-worth came from my relationship to my dad and constantly feeling as though 
I didn't have his love and I didn't have his attention no matter how hard I tried. So that manifested in the way that I would go above and beyond in every single situation, especially with men to try and get their attention, but I never would. So therefore it would confirm this limiting belief of the fact that I wasn't good enough. And when I was able to pinpoint the fact that like, that's where that came from, Mm -hmm. then I was able to start to give myself that love and that attention that I was trying to seek in my relationship with my dad and my relationship with men so that now I'm able to stand in this place of like, whether they give me attention or not, like I fucking love myself. I love that. Okay. You have been so vulnerable and open. I really appreciate that, by the way. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, I notice a lot of the times when you say the word manifestation, you don't just say manifestation, you say intentional manifestation. And I actually don't know the difference. And I feel like I am just curious the difference between what you would say manifestation is or like what makes it go from manifestation to intentional manifestation? Absolutely. I love that question. So in my perspective and opinion, the difference between manifestation and intentional manifestation is the fact that like manifestation, we're manifesting everything in our lives day in and day out, whether we're aware of it or not. So everything in our lives is a manifestation of past thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, emotions, etc. Whereas intentional manifestation is like you becoming the conscious creator in your life where you're aware of what thoughts, emotions, beliefs, behaviors are creating your reality. So, um, intentional manifestation for me has been like really stepping into that role of becoming aware of what my past traumas and uh, beliefs and whatnot have been so that I can identify like how that impacted my reality and now be in the position where it's like, okay, wanting to create this big, beautiful life of freedom, like how can I deliberately put in the habits, the beliefs, the behaviors that are going to support making that my reality, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It really does. So I know you're big on money mindset, money manifestation. Would you share us a little bit on just an overview of money mindset versus how that can affect someone if they don't have like a proper money mindset? Absolutely. So, I mean, I think that in our society, money is hands down, like the biggest thing that there's kind of like a black cloud that follows it, even though everybody wants it and it's all necessary for us to have it. And because of that, on some sort of level, everybody has money shit that they can and get to work through in order to create a more abundant reality. And essentially the process of like money manifestation, very similarly to what I said, when you asked about um, self-worth and creating the steps within that, you have to become aware of what your current money story is and what your current relationship is with money in order to start to change that. So I can imagine that all of us would agree on some sort of level that we want more money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether that be to make an impact in the life of others or to just have the lifestyle that we desire to have or to get by or whatever it may be. And in order to receive more money in your life, there's the, the need to look at like, what are your beliefs that are currently in place that are manifesting what you have financially 
and being able to deconstruct any of the things that are not supporting you so that then you're able to implement new thought patterns, new behaviors, new beliefs that are going to support a more abundant relationship with money. Um, and there's so many, I mean, so many different things that go into that. I would say the the most foundational thing that has taken place and shifted for me and my relationship with money is understanding that in order to manifest more money into our lives, it's not necessarily about like looking externally, pointing your finger at like, okay, I want a million dollars or I want that car or whatever it may be. It's actually turning that finger back around and understanding like, okay, what do I think manifesting that thing is going to bring me? So Hmm. specifically, let's talk about like, um, I think like a big thing in the world right now is like $10,000 months because there's so many coaches and so many like online people who talk mm-hmm. about like, once you have those 10 K months and it's like, okay, so what do you think having that 10 K month is actually going to do for you? Do you think it's going to bring you safety, security, freedom, mm-hmm. whatnot? And then from that, it's like, okay, that's not inherently true. You could have the 10 K months. And if you don't change your money mindset, or if you don't change your perspective, your beliefs around wealth, then you could have that $10,000 a month and still feel completely broke. You could still have the habits that keep you living paycheck to paycheck. So it's instead of pointing the finger outwards, turning that finger back around and being like, I think I want this because I want to feel safe and I want to feel secure. And how can I start to create that safety and security inside of myself now without the money so that one, I become the vibrational match for it. And like, it makes it easier to manifest it into my life, but then also so that once I do receive it, I'm already feeling safe and secure. And that's just something that gets to amplify that feeling inside of me. I love it. Also, if I'm like doing a lot of eye stuff, my window right here got so bright while we were talking. You're all good. I'm, like, I'm like slightly blinded. I'm fine though. But if I'm like blinking a lot, that's why. No worries. <laughs> Sorry, that was so motivational. I feel like I am thinking about myself now in ways I need to think about what do I expect certain things to give me? Because now Mm -hmm. that I think about it, there are so many times that I want to make more money or something. And when I get it, it doesn't feel like I did. That sounds bad because it's like I do know that money can create, you know, a sense of it takes a lot of stress because not having enough money obviously can be very stressful. I come from a time where when I, like I said, when I was living paycheck to paycheck or eating oatmeal for every meal or being negative in my bank account, I obviously am aware that I was very stressed and not when I didn't have any money and having more money obviously brought a lot of, you know, less stress into my life. But there are so many times where I think if I have just a little bit more that it's going to fix my problems and then I get it and I realize it doesn't fix my problems, especially like I mentioned in your podcast because we did a swap that I had was diagnosed with PTSD. And I think for a long time, I was always struggling with the, fo- the thought that something bad was going to happen in my life was like, even though I went from like all this trauma to creating a whole new life for myself, I was always kind of waiting for what was, what's the, what bad thing's going to come and rip this apart for me. And I always told myself, well, as long as you make enough money or make more money, you can fix whatever problem. And then I still ended up being diagnosed with PTSD to realize, no, like I had to do inner work and the money wasn't going to fix the inner work that I had to do. So I completely, I, I relate to that. 100%. And I I love that you share that because it's like so many women experience that so many people experience that like, I growing up with my family, we live paycheck to paycheck. And 
then when I was an adult, I felt like money was the thing that I could do to make myself feel safe. And so when I first started my coaching business, I was really in the position where I was like, okay, first hundred thousand dollars. Once I hit a hundred thousand dollars, I'm going to feel set. I'm going to feel safe. I'm going to feel secure. I manifested hitting that first hundred thousand dollars within 10 months of my business. And I got to that place of my first hundred thousand dollars. I was like, I feel even worse than I did before. And Mm -hmm. it was because I had this like grand vision of the fact that that was going to be the thing that fixed things for me in my, in my head. And that's where the real healing actually came into place of like, okay, how can I feel good? How can I feel safe? How can I feel secure, independent of anything externally from myself so that when those things come into play, they actually just amplify the feelings that are already there because that's like, especially with money money's inherently neutral. Like we put all of these meanings of like good, bad, right, wrong, positive, negative onto everything in life and especially money. But when it comes down to it, it's like money is inherently neutral. It's just energy, but that money amplifies what's on the inside. So it's like when we're feeling um, sad, money's going to amplify the sadness inside of yourself. When you're feeling scarce, when you're feeling lack, money's going to amplify that. Whereas, um, I think the world tries to give us this picture of the fact that like the more money you make, the more of an asshole you become, or the more greedy you become or whatever it is. It's like, no, actually money's just going to amplify what's on the inside. So people like us and people who are listening to this podcast, it's like, you're on this journey to create the shift inside of yourself and like cultivate that, that fulfillment and that safety inside of yourself And you bringing more money into your life is actually just going to amplify that feeling because you're choosing to do it independently from it anyways. Wow. So for someone who's listening, who's like, okay, but I, I need more money. Like I'm broke. Would you say the first thing you would tell them to do is work on the mindset first before working on making more money? I would say, so both can coexist. Okay. Um, my, my belief around it is like, if you are going out and wanting to create money from that energy of like survival to really check in with yourself in the fact of like, okay, what can I do to make myself feel safe right now, independent Mm -hmm. of the money. And that's something as simple as like reciting safety affirmations to yourself of like, I'm safe. I'm safe to be here. Mm. I'm safe in my body. I'm safe to experience this because our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So when we are like, oh fuck, like I'm broke as can be, I'm never going to get out of this position. Your subconscious mind is registering that as true and confirming it and saying yes and creating more of that spiraled state of like anxiety and panic. Mm. Whereas when you are in that position that it's like, yes, I need more money. It's really checking in with yourself of like, yeah, how can I bring myself back down and essentially like regulate your nervous system to the best of your ability so that that's the energy that you're carrying into making that money because that's by the law of attraction, going to bring back more abundant opportunities into your life, as opposed to putting yourself out there in the energy of like, ah, like I have to go make money. Otherwise like life or death sort of situation, Mm -hmm. um, which I know isn't available to everybody at all times when they are in that panic state, but being able to like, I don't know, even listen to this podcast, at least bring that awareness to the table of the fact that 
you can regulate yourself by your breath, by these affirmations, by taking a moment to ground into yourself, that's going to make all the difference in you going out there and choosing to make the money as well as work on the mindset. Mm, I love that. I've noticed a theme throughout this is the word you use is awareness. Like when you mentioned intentional mindset, you were saying that the difference is, you know, unconsciously versus being aware and being a conscious creator. And then again, now you're saying being aware of the story you tell yourself. And I do feel like awareness is key because sometimes we are living on autopilot and we go through our life wondering why are all these things happening to me? Why am I so miserable? Why is nothing working for me? And we're so unaware of our own habits, the way we treat ourselves, treat other people, what's going on in our mind. And sometimes the number one thing you can do is just become aware of your part in the play that you're in your life, the part that you're playing in your life, because we want to point the finger at everything else and everyone else. But when you look in the mirror, sometimes you have to realize that awareness is the number one thing that's going to make a difference. Absolutely. 100%. It's like, if you can like literally just create the awareness around it and that's all you do, (laughs) you've taken a massive step. Because it's just like, we're just not taught to be. I think like, we're really just like, we're conditioned to believe that like life is throwing its punches at you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes and no, because like your energy is kind of in charge of that when you recognize that like, we get to take personal responsibility for our lives if you want to change it. Mm. Um, I want to go back before we end. I want just like a few more questions. And mm-hmm. when you think about younger you, when you said you were bullied and you had suicidal ideations, um, what do you wish you could tell her now? Oh man, such a good question. I think I, I, I wish I could go back and tell her that like everything that she is going through although it feels as though it's like taking her back and and putting a block in between her and her dreams is actually going to be the thing that fuels it. Mm. Like I, I think back on my childhood and like the things that I experienced up into like my early twenties. And I'm like, wow, I saw all of those things in such like a harsh and negative lens And now looking back, it's like, those are actually all of the dots that I needed to be able to now connect the dots and lead me to this place where I'm living this life that I love so much and being able to help women in the way that I do. And I know that this wouldn't have been possible if I hadn't had gone through all of that hardship. So really just letting her know that like, these are the things like, this is actually going to be the the stepping stones and the pieces that build the big, beautiful life that you're going to have for yourself. Wow. Okay. And then my final question. So the name of the podcast is it gets better. If there's someone who's listening right now and they are at their rock bottom, maybe they're in debt, maybe they're being bullied. Maybe they they lack self-worth, you know, maybe it could be so many different things. Um, if you had one piece of advice to give them as a reminder that it does get better, what would that be? Mm, Gosh, so powerful as well. I think the the reminder that I would give to them is that like if you can anchor into the fact that like your faith can be bigger than your fears then 
that faith is going to lead you to greater places than what you can even imagine. Wow. That was when I was in like my rock bottom moment. I remember like going to bed so anxious every single night, like literally being like, I have no fucking clue of like what I'm going to do or how I'm going to be able to get through the next day. And I would just repeat to myself over and over in my head that my faith is greater than my fears. And to this day, that's my, my favorite affirmation. And it's so true. Like knowing that your faith in yourself, and if you are spiritual or if you believe in a higher power, that like your faith in that higher power is greater than any experience that you have, it can lead you through the darkest moments that you have. Um, and it's crazy just like how much has changed my life because of that it's so funny I actually have tattooed on my arm people watching it will be able to see it but it says the better it gets the better it gets so I love (gasps) that the podcast is called it gets better because I love that's just been like yeah it's like it's such a firm belief to me that like if you can believe that it gets better and you experience something better that's like, that's your new baseline of what's Mm -hmm. possible. And the better it gets, the better it gets from that point. It can just keep getting better and better. Well, bravo. That was such a beautiful way to end it. So I would love for everyone who's listening, they want to find you. They want to know what you're doing, what you offer, give yourself all the love and tell everyone where they can find you and what to expect from you. Awesome. So I also have a podcast. Lindsay was actually just on it and it's called the No Bullshit Manifestation Show. That is the best place to receive the messages that I have to talk about money, manifestation, all of these things so that you can create the life that you're wanting for yourself. But you can also connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is at katkozad, K-A-T-C-O-Z-A-D-D. Those are the two best places. I periodically launch programs, but at the moment, that's what I have going on. Amazing. Well, I will have all of your information in the show notes. And if you're on YouTube, it'll be in the description. If you guys want to follow her directly from there, I'll have the podcast and everything linked. Thank you so much for being here. Um, It was wonderful having you. Thank you to everyone who's listening. Um, And I guess I'll talk to you next week. Bye.